Welcome in to Rick and Bubba University, the podcast. This is an original podcast that the Rick and Bubba Show puts out every week. And Bubba, if you can believe it, we are now rolling episode nine. Wow. Nine weeks. And we do a little bit of everything. I mean, we'll we'll break down some stories. We'll go politics. We'll go sports. We'll Science. Go, we'll go the strange. Uh, and then we have, uh, you know, reoccurring themes, and we'll do another one of those today. And that's when Rick and Bubba does what we call the profile edition, where we profile uh, a member of the Rick and Bubba show. And today we'll be profiling one Calvin Speedy Wilburn. But before we do, Bubba, how about this? Genesis 950 now sponsoring Rick and Bubba University. All right. So now if you're thinking about replacing carpets, and I know a lot of times you think, you know, hear me talk about pets in the house. If you've got pet stains and odors and you want to enjoy your pet, but you don't like the way it makes your carpet smell, you must try Genesis 950. Now, before you consider replacing the pet or replacing the carpet, try Genesis 950. It's an amazing pet stain and odor remover. But, Bubba, with water, Genesis 950 breaks down the bonds of the stains and the odors so that they're gone, not temporarily, they're gone for good. It's antibacterial. Uh, It has a component that removes pet stains and odors from the carpet and the padding, and it can be used in a carpet cleaning machine, and it's also green, so it's safe. There's not any chemicals that you need to be worried about with the family or the pets. Now, if you're tired of pet cleaners that don't work, and look, we've all been there, it's time to buy Genesis 950. One gallon of industrial strength Genesis 950 can make up to seven gallons of cleaner. Uh, now, now a larger ratio might be required if it's an old stain or, or an old odor. Genesis 950 is not just for pet stains. It'll clean the carpet, you know, your house, your bathroom, your kitchens, your countertops, granite, you name it. How about this? It'll even work on grease stains, engines, wheels. Now, before you purchase new carpet, please try Genesis 950 because you may send us an email and go, Rick and Bubba, thank you. You saved me a lot of money. Genesis 950 is available on Amazon.com, but... If you order a gallon direct at Genesis950.com, you'll receive a free spray bottle and discount using the code BLAZE. That's Genesis950.com. All right, so Speedy, here we go. Uh, you, unlike uh, the other members of the program, you have been here, am I right, all 25 years? Yeah, minus a couple of months. Yeah, I was, yeah. In, I was in the building, and I guess, what, maybe six months? shy of you guys kind of becoming a thing and and Bubba in with you every day. So if we're going to do... Long haul. Yeah, it is. We've been together a long time. Yeah, Some of you don't know that. The show started, and and Bubba and I were friends, and he brought me there while Bubba was the engineer, which we shared that, you know, we may do another another podcast where we just talk about the history of We Be Big. Mm -hmm. And so he got me there. He and I got to talking on the show. So Bubba started coming on the show as a character, then we started as Rick and Bubba in January of 1994, and you were brought to the team immediately? Yeah, you know. Um, Within a few months. Yeah, yeah. It, it was kind of a weird situation because if, if you remember, you were given program uh, duties, program director duties at that station when we started, and you didn't like it. You didn't like anything about it. No, I didn't. And, um, and so you said, I will be handing those duties off to you if, if, if we can pull that off. And, and we did, and I was program director and production director. And single, though, running hard, still in college. Uh, and that's when you guys pulled me in and said, hey, we need a, we need a producer. Somebody can get on the road. Somebody can do something. you know." And so I wouldn't be with y'all every single day, but y'all would go, hey, can you do this? Can you do that? And then it just started developing into something. But that's uh, 
It's been a long while. I think that was what I was like, Kevin Calloway at the time. Yeah, Remember the clip, radio yeah. goobs? Your radio name was Kevin Calloway. Kevin yeah. Calloway. <laughs> take, take us back, Bubba. If I remember, the original plan for Speedy, because really we've talked about this with our show, and I know if you listen to it or watch it, uh, you, some of you may only know the show by this podcast, and I would urge you to go to rickandbubba.com and find a way to hear and see the main show that runs Monday through Friday. But you may not realize, and this is not an exaggeration, we would just go to people that we liked, make friends with them, or somebody that we already knew, like in Greg's case, and say, hey, we got these responsibilities we kind of need yeah. handled. Can you handle it? Hey, you want to do that? <clears throat> yeah. right. Nobody had to have training. And if I remember in the beginning, we we weren't we thought Adventure Guy even before Producer, didn't we? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. And what yeah. we mean by Adventure Guy, the guy you put out on the yeah. street. Put him out, give him a project, give him a challenge, let him go out. Uh, a lot of radio stations had a had a van they would send out to do things and so we were going to put Calvin in the van and send him out and but we needed a name for him on the show so there was a process we went through that <laughs> and, and, and he was almost Johnny Quest right <laughs> well i think i was in favor of Johnny Quest at one meeting uh, also Calvin the van man that that, yeah. that was Calvin it. the van man road, <laughs> right. road runner was brought up right. road runner and then speed racer was brought up and we all stopped and just looked at each other and if you remember Back in those days, I had a compilation CD collection, and I would be DJing all the time. Now, I would DJ anything with yeah. Cal- Calvin's yeah. Playhouse. Y'all yeah. remember that? Yeah, it was a house it, party. It, it would be from a reception to uh, a wedding to a reunion. You name it, I was there, and I was for hire. And I would have uh, these CDs, and, and we, we would play like little games like Name That Tune, but right. it was like Name That Cartoon. And I was like, I don't know why, but I've got that theme. I can – uh, well, y'all can play yeah. it and then just pitch it to me and see what happens. And yeah, this is. And then it took yeah. off. Yeah, and then so we we that was this thing. We would go out to you on on location and we would all sing the song. <laughs> right. Go and, speed racer. Yeah. Sir. Go, go speed racer. Go speed racer. Go. And then you would be on location and we would just dare you to do things. Right. And uh, I remember we would have you. Uh, do, if, do I have this right or was it an intern? I'm going way back. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy. One time I, we we dressed you as a pig, right? Or, or no, that was an intern. And we but made him. Speedy sp- probably drove him. Then we take you right. get an intern dressed as a pig yeah. and have them walk into a restaurant and scream, "I'm a pig and I'm hungry." Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that was Aaron boy. And yeah, they had yeah. to try to get food. Yeah. That, y'all would have me do just about yeah. anything. It was funny because whenever I would go out, you would want. The, the worst thing possible to happen without anybody getting hurt. Bubba was the, always the voice of reason. Speedy, yeah, I don't. Was, Speedy, I was risk management. Speedy, please don't do that. And yeah. hey, Speedy, I need you to do that. Y'all would. It was yeah. like you were opposites that attracted, but it would always turn into some kind of handle. One of the, that I was in. One of the first things, though, I remember, and I mean, you had just started doing this, <laughs> and I remember the episode because we were grading Speedy's report. At, uh, his uh, his his uh, performance. Performance yeah. in what he was doing, but he he cared, He was going somewhere in the van, and he he had just got out of the parking lot yes. and wrecked it. Yes, and it had the main road in front of the radio station just mm-hmm. backed up. Yeah, it was a four lane highway, and two lanes were backed up with a wreck. Two were backed up with people rubbernecking, looking at it, and and we got to laughing about what a great promotional event it, it was, was because. Right. The way the van ended after it was hit, it was you know it was sideways so you could see the logo sure as you were blocked, and and we did a whole show uh, basically talking about what a great job that was. <laughs> yeah, I, some reason in my mind, I still see us looking out the front of the studio, yeah, trying to find out what happened and seeing Speedy running from the van 
And then we, as you said, we begin to compliment you that you had had a crash, but you had crashed in a way that positioned the logo where everybody could see it. <laughs> right, that was backed up for miles. And we right. were we were so new to it all. We we said anything for the show. Right. And uh, and and it was a great promotion. So I I guess those of you that may not know, I was so, scared to death. So then Speedy was just put on years of us putting him in various situations right. constantly, constantly, almost to the point that we ran out. And we'll hit some of those highlights. Uh, but I think I know the answer to this, so maybe I'll go with the top three. Okay. I think I know the top one. So of the, the all the things that we had you do, and guys, it, I mean, it was there were, there's all kinds of adventures, and then we would say, please get on a cell phone and try to get us on location. We did things like send him to stadiums where he had to walk in before a big game, uh, get through security and see if he could take yeah, it. Yeah, the SEC championship game in Atlanta. Yeah, see right. if he could run from one end of the field to the other before security got him. Yeah. Uh, you know, we, we just all kinds of things. Most of mine, though, Rick, if you think about it, because we do a show that, that is a little bit like a soap opera and it just builds as the show progresses throughout each day, a lot of times there would be things that develop in the show, and then yeah. y'all would go, all right, Speedy, go, and I, y'all would just send me on an adventure. But we didn't know when the show started that that was even going to happen, and then there were other ones that were more well-planned, like y'all just mentioned on the SEC Championship and others where y'all actually sent me on a trip. What what? Uh, give me the top three uh, of the times that you said, all right, I'm in trouble here. I'm either in trouble with, with I could really go to jail uh, I'm in trouble physically. I think that I'm really going to get hurt. Um, and, uh, what, what are the ones that stand out in your you – know, a lot of them were just fun, mm-hmm. but some that stand out that you go, all right, that really went south there or that could have gone south or, hey, I'm legitimately afraid. I think I've I've probably overstepped here. Yeah. Um, well, I, you know how you, you just have flickers, uh, just little just little sparks of, energy, uh, of, of memory that – that you can't quite remember all of it. Well, when it comes to me being in trouble with the law and being in a police station threatened to, hey, I'm throwing you in jail, there's so many of those. It's right. hard for okay. me to really pinpoint one or two. Right. And I would always try to call, you know, the general manager that we had at the time or somebody, hey, talk me out of this. And he loved it. Yeah, he yeah. really did. Yeah. He really did. So countless uh, situations of me in some kind of police station just begging to p- please let me let me out. And most of that was the things where you would go into a sporting event when you weren't supposed to be there yet. Right. You would go into some sort of concert situation. Exactly. The time or, that you got on the stage with Kiss. Right. Or I'm shutting down traffic, you know, right. I'm running down the interstate shirtless, things like that because we needed a billboard that day. And the company wouldn't put a billboard up, so they said, Speedy, you need to be a human billboard. And so, we all, y'all don't know if you remember, you painted up my back, and I ran down we the sure interstate. Yeah. Um, but some that— You know what? That, that, I, that, I'd forgotten about that yeah. one, but I'm, I'm, now, yeah. I'm now getting to go back and be proud of it again. Yeah, I ran two exits, by the way. <clears throat> yeah. Um, but, and walked. But um, I, I think some of them that just jump out at me like I'm, I'm fearful for my life— um, being buried alive uh, for a couple yeah. of days, that was one of them. I'll give you that. Um, climb, I was against that, by the way. Yeah, climbing the water tower. Yeah, the water and, tower and getting, and getting halfway yeah. up and realizing, hey, I'm in trouble. I'm in a handle. The railing is kind of coming apart. Uh, and then the other one, uh, being attacked by the canine, when I'm in that suit and I'm running, all of a sudden I can hear that dog coming down on me. I was like, what am I doing? But I got through that, and then then stupidly I, I put some arm shield on and just let him get my arm and just throw it around like a rag doll. Uh, those, those three jump out at me, but um, – 
being thrown out of the limo that Cameron Diaz was in uh, and rolling on the road. That one, uh, the, the getting in Legion Field, get, getting in the uh, Georgia Dome and getting kicked out, uh, th- those are big. Can um, I tell you one of my favorites was the Russian jet? The Russian I, I jet. Agree. Now, I, I forgot about that one. It's almost like there can't be a top three. That one is, is an honorable uh, mention there. That one was crazy. I, I still, to this day, I think I have vertigo because of that. Well, I was going to ask you, if I'm not, if I'm not mistaken – you you blame your struggles now with vertigo mm-hmm. over us putting you in a Russian MIG. Yes, uh, and we put him in this jet in a back seat. It was a Korean error uh, Russian jet right. that was uh, actually refurbished at an airport close to the studio in Gadsden, where mm-hmm. they did that. Yeah. Right, yeah, and they basically took Speedy on a, a, a you know a training ride where they were checking the jet out to be sure it was ready to go right and and you say that you now have lifelong vertigo from that yeah well i could ride anything you know i could go to the fair and all this guy and i could ride stuff and i I wouldn't uh, you know i wouldn't start feeling nauseous uh, nauseous and stuff and 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 think i'm getting sick and and every since then i get dizzy quickly so i I blame it on that because he kept doing these flips and loops and yeah and it's just i was just I was a mess. Uh, if I if I remember right, the the police dog, not the original attack, mm-hmm. which to me was one of the greatest moments in radio history. Right, not the original attack, but when you decided to just do the arm, mm-hmm. it, it tore your rotator cuff, didn't it? It did. It messed me up pretty good. Still hurt to this day. And I remember l- listening back to that audio. If we could have just had TV at that at that time, you saying this is what I needed. When it sounds like I'm being eaten to death. Yeah, I, I don't know if you well, remember that, but no, I you were so joyful that you were like this is what i needed but you know of of all of that still to me one of the more scary things is to is jump out of an airplane yeah that yeah yeah, i forgot it wow i forgot about that i jumped out i did i did a tandem jump live and i was telling my boys the other day and i have three boys i was telling them the other day about jumping out of a plane with a phone and a sandwich bag duct taped to my thigh and when I pulled the string at five thousand feet, floating down, and the, oh, yeah. and, and and the 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 deal was is that I was going to pull the phone out, hopefully not drop it, and call you guys who were broadcasting live down at the airport. That and we it, landed worked. On. it worked. It, it did work like, flawlessly. It did work. It did work. And I can't forget you know, a lot lot going on that day. It yes, was a big we celebration. Won't, we won't mention right um, big celebration. And uh, and the other one that <laughs> I thought I was going to be straight up like I can't talk myself out of this one is when I and I streaked live. At, yeah. Uh, yeah, at, at well, Regents Tradition. Yeah, those I would say that one probably brought more laughs over the years, especially yeah. when we had the video. Right. Yeah, I actually recapped that for people on November 4th. What was, I was, that, at what that, was I, I thinking? I was at that same golf course, and I said, right, here's where it happened. <laughs> yeah. and, and that's right where we, on the course. we were doing yeah. a broadcast from a celebrity pro-am for the Champions Tour. And we were there on location, and we dared Speedy to run uh, across the practice tees um, and streak. Uh, and he did it. Yeah. And well, we it. we were raising money for the kids, Rick. For Thank the charity you. Yeah, straight for the kids. Right. And we I had did. raised enough money that uh, it wasn't really looking back probably a huge amount, but at the time enough to get him straight. Well, it's relative. Yeah. Uh, yeah but 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 you know, if you had not dropped your boxer shorts, I think you probably get through that a lot smoother. Mm. When you that, decide, yeah. when you decided to go back for those, that bogged things down a little. Not bit. good. Not and, good. And a lot of celebrities. Uh, and to think I did a lot Wouldn't of that come back the next year. without a plan of how am I getting out of this? What's the end game here? And a lot of the stuff I did, I didn't even think of that. <clears throat> we had, we just... had no plan of how it was going to turn out. And I want to just, for you, you know, this 25 years later, yeah. 
uh, at 55. I, I just want to tell you that I was clouded by pursuit of success. Right. I was clouded by trying to put on the greatest radio show I possibly could. And I was clouded by those things and your safety and your well-being was not where it should have been. Right. Okay. I mean, it delivered some uh, tremendous – me delivering a uh, great segment, I'm afraid, was more important to me at that time than you were as a person. Can, can I tell you, y'all have completely <laughs> forgot. That and we, I want to apologize for you're that. Right. That we put Speedy in a metal box and shot at him with high-powered guns. Oh, well, we see, forgot, yeah. See what see? I mean? See? We ran a car into it, right. yes. and we also tried to burn it up with a jet rocket engine. That's correct. That's true, and I was in there. You're right, Bubba. He's in there. Y'all forgot that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And well, the car we ran into it was loaded with extra gasoline trying to get it to explode. Yeah. Yeah. Right, yeah. right. That was Valley Storm Shelters. Yeah, and you it, were Let me just say, the Storm Shelter does work. You were proving that there's storm shelter Thankfully, would stand up to right. all of that yeah. and the rocket engine uh, car they brought in and chained down gave us winds close to 300 miles an hour and True. it stood the test i enjoyed point. every minute of it i've enjoyed every one of these now things. we shot yeah. that thing up with every gun you can imagine right? yeah. yeah yeah we did do you remember when adler grabbed that turkey gun he didn't know it kicked and shot it and it God, knocked wait. him a flip <laughs> <laughs> matter of fact matter of fact so it wouldn't be so bad i said afterwards so it won't hurt so bad i'm gonna let you be kicked by a mule and, and you know <laughs> as bad as these are I mean, we put Speedy in a box and shot at him with guns. I mean, that's, that's yeah. pretty severe. Yeah, it is. I mean, you're really believing in the product. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, people right. ask us all the time, "Do we believe in the products that we endorse?" Mm-hmm. Apparently, so. Yeah, and Speedy, I'll tell you, when you were running, uh, and the challenge was to get in the uh, the Georgia Dome. Uh, was it Georgia Dome then? I guess it was the original building. And you had to run 100 yards down where the SEC championship game was moved. And, of right. course, getting in there was a feat of its own. But then you got on the field. You had some police stop you. And we were telling Speedy in his earpiece to tell them, okay, I'm going home just as soon as I finish this run because right. he had to get 100 yards. <clears throat> yeah, right. And he didn't have 100 yards and, and to really put it into perspective, that, if you'll remember, the timeline, that was right after the Olympic uh, bombing oh, there, yeah. there in Atlanta. Yeah. So security, they weren't playing around at all. They really weren't. And and it was a little bit tougher than it probably would have been prior to that. Well, I remember. You Didn't know, they tear your player chain you had then? Oh, they yeah, they messed me tore up. Tore your shirt up. Yeah, that was the Kiss concert too, which we're not going to bring up. Oh, yes, we are. Oh, we are? Yeah, oh, yeah, sure. Okay. It's, it's Rick and Bubba University, the uh-huh. podcast. Okay. But this is where you go behind the scenes <laughs> right. and you unpack everything. Way behind the scenes. But, but I'm going to tell you, man. I was just – when we we set goals in those days, and you were talking about him running, we said you got to get a hundred yards. Yeah, you did a run. They drove you out of bounds. They tore your shirt and ripped your chain, and you thought it was over, if you remember. And I mm-hmm. said, look, I hate to be legalistic about this, but that was only sixty yards. Yeah, right. Do you remember? And the goal was to get a hundred. Do you remember that? I and, do. And that's when Bubba and we got in there and says, look, tell them. You understand you're going to run 40 more yards and you're going to be done. Yeah, we're yeah. going home as soon right. as I finish this last 40. <laughs> right. Let me get to that 100 and I'm out. <laughs> but no, that's, they, did, they didn't see it that way. No, yeah. they, they really didn't. But you guys had me get into so many places. that I remember vividly the Georgia Dome is the first place I realized, hey, if you just act like you're supposed to be there, oh, yeah. then nobody really looks at you. Right. And I know Greg says walk in backwards. I get that. Right. But if you'll just like get on the phone and have a fake conversation – yeah. Oh, yeah, man. Okay, I'm coming. And you just keep walking, not like, hey, man, and you know, you're uncomfortable or yeah. something. Yeah. Don't bring attention to yourself. Then you'll get in, and that's what happens. Guys, we've been doing a show for 25 <laughs> years. We're still getting on there acting like we know what we're doing. Yeah. Isn't that something? <laughs> Isn't that funny? <laughs> yeah. But, but really let's is. let's go to the Kiss concert. Why? But, but well, because 
we were there. We all make mistakes, Rick. Well, well original members, original Mike. Was it really? I mean, it was it was another Rick and Bubba adventure. Yeah, we were there, and, and Terry still remembers this. We wasn't the on the air, but I don't know why. Did you just get dared to get up there? Yeah, I don't know that, what hit me. He just well, I, I well I do know what the, hit me, but the, uh, I, the courage I was sipping right. on probably yeah, which that's uh, old Speedy. Yeah, it yeah. is. Yeah, old Speedy, way old. And I remember what looking at the stage, and I can still see Ace freely to this day. <laughs> Uh, stepping away from his microphone, and then he was replaced. Yeah, that's why he couldn't get to his microphone. <laughs> he was replaced uh, on his microphone by Speedy, who, who, got, who got Rick and Bubba. He, he nearly right got Bubba out. He, ne- he nearly got Bubba out. <laughs> got Terry Tating. security was Terry Tating him, and, and Ace Freely just steps aside, lets you get blown out of the way, and then steps right back up to his position. I don't know what hit me, me. and I didn't announce it to anybody. And I I remember, I don't know why, but I remember the spotlight of of the concert hitting the crowd. And for some reason, it focused on Greg. I still remember. (laughs) And when I was at the mic and I went, Rick, he saw me and I saw him and he couldn't believe it. Yeah, we didn't know you were going to do that. And and let me tell you something. I didn't calculate how high the stage was from the back. Yeah, it is. So – I knew after doing events there before, I knew how to get down to the bottom, and I knew what door to go in and the stair the staircase that takes you down there. And so I don't know why I haven't started giggling while I was in the concert, thinking about what I was about to do. And it was anything for the show, and I was at the height of that. Okay, oh, yeah. I was in, yeah. I was getting into trouble, I was doing all right. kinds of stuff, and I went, "This is going to be big for the show if I can do this." Yeah, well, that's a, that was kind of our mindset. Yeah. I'm not saying that mindset was always right. No, yeah, no. I'm just saying, but it was legitimately we're just, we're just our mindset. We're telling you what it was, right? Yeah. And okay. and then I get past that moment of no return. When if you're doing something like this, you're past that security checkpoint. Yep. You're you're into it way too far, so you better carry it out because you're right. about to get stopped. Yeah. And I got down and I got through the staircase and I got out of the back and then there's the back of the cons uh, the stage. And when I went to start running, I hear one of the security guys go, "Hey, hey, hey!" And he's trying to stop me. And I go to jump up on the back of the stage, and it was high. It was about shoulder height. Oh, wow. And so I'm trying to jump up. and Pull and, yourself up. Yeah, and, and I, there was a box or something, like one of these uh, case boxes or something that they carry all the equipment the gear in. in yeah. And I was able to catch it with my left leg, my left foot, and then jump myself up. And he had the hold of my right leg. And he was trying to pull me down, and I was jerking on him. And then I—that's when I ran out to the stage and got on my. It was—it was tremendous. <laughs> I loved it, and I also loved the second part. And we can talk about it now that they thought they threw you out, and you snuck back in and watched the rest of the show. Yeah, and the security yeah. was mad at us because again, we do a lot. We I know we were it. doing it a lot of events. The, it was and, not the thing to do. And some you were of the, back before they were. Yeah, some of the guys that that pulled me off were really mad. Like, how dare you do this to me? Right, I'm in charge of security. You've made me look bad, and we worked together on other yeah, things. Right, yeah. so they they were power pushing me out. Now my shirt, I had fingernail marks on my neck yeah. and the shirt was ripped and they said get out of here you're kicked out forever don't you ever come back forever. in and I know and so I walk out of the loading dock where the bands came where the band came in I walked out of the loading dock around into the front and and right back to where y'all were and uh and then afterwards is it's real bad afterwards we had a limo so you're going to go there I'm well, just I just, just, just want to let y'all know from I just, my. I was just going to leave it that you. From my stage. perspective, it looked like y'all were being attacked. <laughs> okay, and so when when I get to to and if you remember Judd, my buddy and yes. Terry was with me, yes. and so and Don, Don Juan and Don Juan, and they all have the same. We all thought somebody was in there trying to like there was some big contra, controversy or something, 
And so all I see is from the waist waist down and somebody's leaned into the limo and there's words being said or whatever and I'm like What's happening? So that's when I grabbed the guy, and we got into a street fight. Yeah, I, 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 and, and sadly, the busy night for you. Sadly, the guy was just trying to tell Bubba and I that he he, he enjoyed the show. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah, I, I, thought, I don't remember the guy was even doing anything to us. Was he? Bubba? I thought so. Or maybe well, I, don't I don't remember. I don't, I don't remember. It's, it's I, I just traffic. I know that. I just remember it wasn't the thing to do. No, it wasn't. Right. No, it wasn't. It, we we were told that when we got in the limo. Yeah. <laughs> right. I remember you and Don one sitting there hearing the wrong side of Rick that night. <laughs> Of me saying this is unacceptable, <laughs> and and Don Juan These wrote guys home. were laid laying bleeding in the street. Yeah, Don Juan wrote home just like a little kid sitting over there, like like let Daddy get on to him. Terry never has never forgotten the lecture. I, I, I bet she was there with me. Forgot she was in there. Yeah, but uh, so tell us about that. So <clears> you <throat> you start when when the, when the show started. So Bubba has always been married from the beginning. Yeah, Bubba and I worked two years together. Then I was married in '96. Yeah, and then you were were much later than that. So, yeah. So let's talk about the personal story of, of Speedy. Oh boy. Yeah. So um, so tell us take take us back to to you making your way to the show and and ultimately meeting your wife. Yeah. Um. Again. Um. I I was just I, I was I was young and I was dumb and I was living in the clubs and yeah, and yeah. that's how. That's how I was making ends meet with, you know, cash jobs where I would go and I would I would host or I'd mix in a club or something like that and then also <laughs> try to w- live a normal life and, and go to class and, and do the show. And it was a life that was catching up with me for sure. Um, but I guess I, I, I met Terry a little bit later in life. I was closer to 30 at the time. And I, I could tell that that was winding down that part of my life because I could tell that we were – we were at a spot where um, you had actually told me because you had gotten out of that scene completely, yes. and I asked you how you knew, and you said you'll know. You you know the Holy Spirit will just convict you, and you'll start seeing things in there you've never seen before. Right. And shortly after that, I remember I I, I walked into a club uh, called the Industry at the time, and I started seeing things I never I never even saw before. I started smelling the smoke, and just I just didn't feel good. I didn't feel right. And so it was actually a leap of faith. I said, oh, I'm giving it up. And, guys, when I say I was giving it up, the amount of money I was making, and I reported it, but the, the amount of money <laughs> I was making, I said, I, I'm just I'm giving that up. But, right. but shortly after that, it was amazing. I got endorsement deals, I was, yeah. and it was all replaced. But through that process of living hard, I met Terry uh, through mutual friends. Uh, and it was not in the club. It was actually out to eat one night prior to that. And we knew each other for about a year, I guess, and we just kept bumping into each other, kept bumping into each other. Of course, I thought she was beautiful and way out of my league, which she is. And uh, just one thing led to another, and I eventually asked her out, and um, and here we are. So uh, you guys now, I mean, you're getting toward – I mean, you still got your kids. How old are the kids now? Uh, 22, uh, and that's Tyler. He's at Jacksonville State. He's 22. Matter of fact, about to be 23, and Terry and I were just talking about that the other day. Uh, JC just turned 18. And Reese is fifteen, going to be sixteen next uh, March. Wow! So w- when when you think about all those years of the show, twenty five years, mm-hmm. and 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 Bub and I've never shied away from. I, I don't really apologize that things, you know, the thing that changes if the show has always truly been a show about anything and a show about <clears throat> the lives of the people on the show. As those lives change, then then so will what that person brings to the show. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, when when did you? I mean, it, it, talk about that transition into 
hey, we're doing this show. Everything seems to be changing. What do you think has changed the most? Uh, well, I mean, I know for me, my my character on the show and, and how that changed we were a little bit more free when it all started. In other words, you guys didn't really need me in studio. Yeah. Uh, we y'all could function. We we only had maybe one affiliate. Uh, right. We called ourselves a network, which I thought was brilliant. Yeah, that was awesome. uh, and always and, act bigger than you are. Right, and so I could disappear <laughs> for two hours or miss a show in studio, and nothing was wrong. But as we continued to grow and the responsibilities grew, and I took over being producer and and a lot of it, it limited me on how much I could get out of the studio. And so then things kind of changed. And then every now and then for therapy, I'd go out and get in trouble, and y'all would send me on something. Over the years, that's kind of diminished a lot until unless something just just you know magical happens where y'all are like, hey, this is this fits, go. Uh, but that's kind of when I saw the character changing from, and that's when I went from Speed Racer to really Speedy, and it was also because of the national appeal and, and Speed Racer being trademarked and all that. We just condensed it down to Speedy. I get, I get asked that a lot, why, why did the change? But I think that's when things started limiting me from getting out more and the fact that what you just said earlier, and that is that I had done so much. You know, I had just I had done about everything. So it's like, man, well, no, we've already done that. Let's not do that again. Well, you know? there's some things we never got to. And I know Ryan Greenwood was a big fan of Set Speedy on Fire. Yeah, I know. There was that. I uh, did ask to be in a fire We never really house. got yeah. to that. Yeah. yeah. And I hate that. He wanted him to be a human ball of fire. <laughs> right. Right. And, and to, if I'm not mistaken, come, come off the top of a building down into some water. Right. I think yeah. that's yeah. what it was. Right. Right. Jump yeah. off about a four story building yeah. into a pool while burning. Yeah. Well, that, yeah. I think that's yeah. part of it, too. Certainly. Look, you know, the game ain't over. No, you know, we, no. yeah. we always got next year. We do. <laughs> That's right, well, well, certainly the <laughs> dynamics change about the show, but I do think what's part of it was what Bubba just said. We're, when you start thinking about things that are left, yeah. I mean, you got to start doing things you probably shouldn't be doing. Yeah, well, you know you're pushing I mean? the right. edge here yeah, a little you bit. Are, uh, you are. And so when you see an Adler and you see him almost being mm-hmm. put into the role, yeah. Where you once were, right? You probably have a your your, your heart probably understands that. I, I do, and and if if Adler would had and he's been with us for a while, but if if he would have come along, let's say twenty years ago when y'all were younger, y'all would have him getting into a lot more trouble. But as we've grown and the show the the show has changed a little bit, a lot actually for the for for the good. A we've done a lot of it, and B y'all y'all don't want him doing it. You know what I mean, like. Y'all wouldn't have Adler be buried alive for two days. Probably not. I don't know if y'all would even allow it. You, well, you risk would probably, assessment. Right. right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's you things. Know, you know what? You bring up something, though, Bubba, and you've kind of been that part of he the would show. Do it, probably. You've probably been that part of the show. I don't. Did we ever think about stuff like that at all? Uh, now, somewhat. Yeah. Now, somewhat. now we're in such a. You know, everybody's trying to sue somebody. Oh, yeah. Well, it's a different environment now than it was then, too. Mm -hmm. Uh, Speedy, so we've talked about the show. Tell us about you growing up a little bit before the show. What was – you grew up in Pascagoula? I I grew up in Pascagoula, Mississippi. That's Jackson County if you're trying to figure it out on a map, which if if you got, you know, Alabama, Mississippi, it's just to the west of the state line there, Um, not far. Uh, you got Green Bay and then Pascagoula and then Ocean Springs, Gautier, all that area. Then Biloxi, Gulfport on the Gulf Coast there. Grew up there. Um, uh, my dad worked at Ingalls Shipbuilding. Uh, and I know that's comfortable, <laughs> comfortable for y'all to hear, but that is the name, Shipbuilding. You and, did fine. Um, yeah. Just and, don't hold your tongue. Right, right, right. I can tell that you expect Greg to jump in here. He's not in here. Yeah, right, this, right. Is, this, is, this is a safe place. Yeah. And then, uh, this he, is a safe room. <laughs> yeah, he, he uh, had an opportunity to move to Huntsville, Alabama, and work with, with NASA. Uh, and he actually, a guy that he had trained at Ingalls, uh, relocated and there was an opportunity and he actually called my dad and said hey 
there's a chance for you to come up here. But the entire family was on the Gulf Coast. And so he was like, I don't know if I don't really want to leave them. Uh, but it, they made it made it worth it. And so he went up there. And so that's where I ended up calling home was Huntsville and um, transferred to Jacksonville State. And I'll never forget Joe Langston, God rest his soul, was, was my advisor and teacher in one of my classes. And he said, hey, a lot of you, you know, you're sitting here, you're juniors and seniors, and you don't have, you don't have a resume. And, and in communications, and, and th- with this degree, you better have some experience. It's more than grades. And I looked around, I was like, ugh, wow, what am I going to do? And so I went to the college radio station, 92J, and I said, I'll volunteer for a position. That's what I'll do. I don't see myself writing for the – the year, the yearbook, or no. the newspaper, or anything no. like that—that's definitely not my skill. And so, um, I never got a call back. And typical college student, I was like, "Nah," and I just move along. And then finally, I got a call that said, "Hey, are you still interested?" And I was like, "Yeah." It was like noon. And he said, "Okay, your shift starts at four. And I'm <laughs> like, "Do what? Four. And he's like, "Oh, don't worry about it. I'll I'll be here with you." And I was like, okay, great. So I go, and I'm there, and it looks like a spaceship, okay? Now looking back at it, I laugh because it was just a couple of knobs, but yeah. it, it didn't <laughs> doesn't look like this one here. Uh, and so I go, and he stays about 10 minutes and says, all right, I'll see you later. And he left me there. Oh, my goodness. And uh, six months later, I was program director, and then a couple of months later after that, uh, I was hired at K98 for weekends, uh, job, a weekend job, which I thought was cool because it was commercial radio. I was like, hey, I'm the big time. Oh, you yeah. Know? Welcome to the big yeah. time. Yeah. And so, uh, and then from there, you know, the rest is history. So you started, though, at Mississippi State. Yes. Uh, and before going to Jacksonville yes, State, yeah. and you got injured. Were you playing baseball there when that right? Well, yeah, I it, I wasn't that. Looking back at it, I wasn't really that good, uh, to be honest with you. But, yeah, it was a walk-on situation where they have tryouts for everybody to come out and participate in it. And I had progressed along and, and I thought was doing pretty good and had made it pretty far and got injured, and then at that time it was over. And so. so when your dad moved to Huntsville, that brought you to Jacksonville State, mm-hmm. and then we get to what the timeline you just laid Correct. out. Correct, and, and it was so funny, guys. I'm in Huntsville, and I worked at Parisians in the britches Picture department. It. Okay, because my dad <laughs> said, you ain't sitting at this house, okay? Right. And so I was in a transition. I didn't know where I, what I wanted to do. It was, it was just a tough time. And, and, and a buddy of mine said, hey, do you want to go to a party in Jacksonville? And I thought, Jacksonville, Florida? Heck no. I'd never heard of Jacksonville State. I didn't know. Right. And he said, no, 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 Jacksonville, Alabama. It's only about an hour or so down the road. And he was, I was like, yeah. Well, I went down there and just fell in love with the place. It was awesome. And so that gave me a, an opportunity to transfer over and, and finish up. So when you got <clears> to <throat> K98, that, that's when I was there, right? That, yeah, that's was, when, that's, that's what, when we meet, right? That, that's, where, that's when you meet. we meet, I should say, and – uh, I was doing uh, I was doing weekends and then I was the fill in guy. You know I was hey middays or afternoon drive or nights uh, they can't do their job or they're sick. Can can you fill in or something? And I did some remotes and but I was normally the weekend guy. And I'll never forget meeting you one time. Uh, you had uh, your band with you. You had some guys with you there, and we met. No oh mind. And and we kind of you know we kind of hit it off. I mean it wasn't an uncomfortable conversation. It was pretty easy chemistry there. And and so. Um, we, we kind of bumped into each other a little bit more, but you were doing mornings. I wasn't around at that time. So it was tough to see each other face to face, you know? Uh, so I'm, I'm working there and, and, and the problem with me is that I would DJ till two or three in the morning and then try to get up and, and go do the weekend shows or, or whatever. And I'll never forget falling asleep. I would set my alarm 
for like America, you know, different like songs, you know, different long songs. I would set my alarm and wake up, and one time I didn't to dead air, and the owner mm. tapped me going, Calvin, are you okay? You want to get up mm. and hit the next song? And it, it, it dead air had been mm. so long that he had the t- chance to get in the car and drive oh, all the way there. That's the worst. And uh, <laughs> but when you left and and you dead air, yeah. So at, so at, I, when I left K ninety eight to go to where Bubba was, I was still there at Q one hundred four. I left you behind at K ninety eight. You did, but you said one. You, th- you said one okay. thing to me. You said they're giving me program director duties and let me get over there and get settled and I'm pulling you over. Okay. And yeah. so and I'm like, okay, you better. <laughs> yeah. And uh, and that was after, of course, uh, Bubba and the national championship game giving you a call as he's jumping up and down midfield. Well, it's life changing. Yeah, yeah. That, that, how about, that, how about you, you that, have those little moments that you go, "Wow, that, that made a big change." Yeah. Right there. Well, yeah. those of you that don't know what we're talking about, and we could cover it another time, but it's it's relevant to Speedy's timeline as well, uh, because this is how he's going to get to where we all ended up being a show. Is I had asked the employer that I worked for at the time, and I'm very thankful for the opportunity <clears throat> that they gave me um, at K98 in my hometown in Oxford, Alabama. And I had been there from the time they signed on the air. And, you know, the work ethic here, we don't have a lot of talent. But I, like, like Bubba, you said, we always show up and that, we're here. If we have a talent, <clears throat> it is we keep showing up. And so <laughs> so I had really worked. I don't know if that's really high on the list. <laughs> yeah. But in those days, we got. <laughs> you're trying to make it. And so I would work whenever they wanted me, anytime, anywhere, anytime. Yep. Anytime, anywhere, do whatever you need me to do, every remote, every whatever. And I went and asked if I could be off to go see my dad coach in the national championship game when he was coaching at Jacksonville State, which they would go on to win. Mm-hmm. And dad had played for it twice prior, and we had not won. And um, I was told that the client that was doing the live broadcast uh, would not do it if I wasn't there to do the remote. So I said, my dad, even though I don't want to miss this, would tell me to go to work. So I said, well, then I guess I have to work. And the family went to the game. Well, Bubba was there with, I think, maybe the world's first cell phone. One of the first. One of the first. <laughs> no, really. I had, a, I had a number before the guy who owned the cell phone company. And yeah. uh, One and digit ahead of Mike McCord. So, so I walked out, I, and, and I had turned down going to the job that we would eventually all go to because I wanted to stay where I was. And I got, the guy walks out at the remote and says to me, what are you doing here? And I said, well, I'm here because you wouldn't buy the remote if I wasn't here, so I didn't want to let you down, and I don't want to cost the company money. To which he said, I don't know who told you that. This is co-op money. I would have done it anyway. Apparently some miscommunication. Which meant somebody didn't take the time to they – just, they, just, they didn't want they to assumed, rock the boat. Yeah. Right. And they, and I, in my mind, and I love that I have no bitterness, none whatsoever, because it's all in God's plan as well, obviously. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I remember thinking, wow, would it have taken just a few minutes to check on that? Mm-hmm. And then Bubba, not missing the opportunity, called me with my family celebrating in the middle of the field and said, if you had taken the job and come to what was called Q104, uh, you would have been here. Yeah. And well, keep in mind, now, I was I was assigned to try to get you there to begin with, which right. most of the time yeah. is not the job of the engineer to go negotiate well, morning you had an in. You had an in. And, uh, and you wouldn't come. So, you know, being a good salesman, I knew I had to keep on mm-hmm. any any leverage I could find uh, to to dispute your current decision I had to use. So uh, we're on the field, and I'm holding that giant lunchbox, you know, and 
So that I was disappointed personally because we went up there for several days, and I thought we were going to get to hang out and have fun, you know. And then yeah. I found that you wasn't going. I was like, what? Well, Are you and, kidding me? Rick's not coming? And yeah. remember this. You and I had suffered through two, especially one of them, that should have been, you know, I think we were the better team. Yeah. And oh, yeah. and, and yeah. we had we had been up there twice hanging out and had to be disappointed in, oh, get, in getting beat. The snow game. So not yeah. only was I not there, I missed the win, mm-hmm. and I missed that whole situation. Uh, and and that was the moment when Bubba said you would have been here if you'd have come on to Q104 because they would have let me go because I was just now getting settled there. Right. And um, and I left and went. Yeah. Right I think there. you told me on the phone, I'll call you Monday. I may be up there. Yeah. Yeah. Something yeah. to that effect. Think yeah. about think about that moment. We're not sitting here doing this right now. No, if, no, if I don't think so. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, if I hadn't been, you know, kind of mean about calling. Well, it was good. <laughs> that, Persistent, right? As you have That's said, it. That, it was just being a good salesman <laughs> to get my job. As done. I have said, I went on to love that side of your personality, <laughs> and then you went on to love the side of my personality that wouldn't come because it wasn't enough money. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. Yeah, I've been very thankful for that many times. Rick. <laughs> that is so good. That's a good team. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it's uh, you know it, it, there, there's been so many things, and uh, ha- has there ever been a moment in any of this that you ever stopped, Speedy, and thought, "What do we do next?" I mean, you, you know, I, it's I, kind I, of because, funny because you've had opportunities. Yeah, and, and to I, go other places. And let's just yeah. let's just this is open the book. Uh-huh. Everything's open. This is Rick and Bubba University the right. podcast. Yeah, that's, right. that's why we're here to learn. You got to know the truth if you're going to learn. Yeah. And I remember saying this to you. Uh-huh. I don't know if you remember this, but I do because because I I care about you and want to tell the truth. I said, I understand unless Bubba dies or leaves or I die and leave, you're never going to be Rick or Bubba. Right. As long as we're alive, you know, we're, 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 I'm going to be here and Bubba's going to be there. Mm-hmm. So you've kind of gotten, you know, as far as on this team, mm-hmm. the highest place you can go. And we understand that if you have an opportunity to go do your own show or to start something new and you've had those opportunities, but you haven't done it. Why, yeah. why is that? You know, I just, I've always been at peace. I've always felt like this is just where I need to be. I've never really felt led to, to go anywhere. I, I, I remember when we first started, like y'all are talking about, and I was still, you know, in my, my late 20s, I had a number of offers to go not do a morning show, but do yeah. DJing, like do afternoon drive or middays. Your own show. And, and it was some pretty good markets, too. But I just never, I never felt like that was right. And looking back at it, it was. Of course, God having his hands on me and, and my life and, and the direction I needed to go. But I never I never really considered it. Now, I, I did use it for leverage to get get some more money from our, our manager at the time, you know, to mm. let him know I had the opportunities. Sure. But I never really wanted to go Nothing anywhere. Wrong with that, yeah. um, and then over the years, I've never I've always been at peace. This is where I want to do. I want to I want to be here. I want, I want to be your producer. I, I want I just. We're family. It's just it's a lot deeper than it's just a job. I mean, I consider y'all, you know, older brothers, and and your yeah. family, my family, and that's just the way it's always been. There's never been resentment of me needing to be on a logo of any kind, you know, and and so I've never really entertained any other thought. I just know that, you know, <laughs> hopefully God will get us another contract and we'll keep going. You know, that's kind of been my mindset. And y'all go in there and you you battle it out, and you normally call me and go, all right. I'll agree. I'll agree with you on that one, brother. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, I just, you know, like we <laughs> said, know. we've always been the kind of. I know some people have it different. I'm kind of the person I've always wanted to be on a winning team. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Even if I absolutely. was on a team that wasn't it good, that maybe I was a bigger deal. Yeah. I would really rather be on a winning team. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and this team wins, and I think everybody. I hope 
uh, it seems like we we Bub and I try to make everyone here feel like you know we 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 loosen up those mics. Everybody has their chance. We we let people develop their own their own trademark and their own their own leverage side and projects. do their side yeah. project, which I love. I, mm-hmm. I think that's healthy. Yeah. And um, but so, but when it first started. Mm-hmm. We didn't. We of course aren't. We weren't where we are now, and there was a lot of uncertainty, and and there was a lot of mm-hmm. all right, what's going to happen, and all right, the station we're on is is moving towers to now oh, we're yeah. at Birmingham station, and all this kind of stuff, and so there was a lot of it wasn't like it is now. So you had to really just have faith and know like something feels right about this. You know, the chemistry's there. We're, we we all really like each other, and dadgummit, it's a good show. And I felt like, I, I, boy, I need to be a part of this. And and so that's always just been a part of my life, and I've never really thought about it any other way. Well, I, I've always felt like, too. Now, the radio industry does not think we have an all-star team. Let me be no, clear. No, they don't not think much all. of this show. No. Okay? no. no. Uh, except for a few select stations that have the courage to carry it. But I've always thought, like, we have an all-star team here of the highest order. Oh, yeah. And and one reason you can say that is because of Speedy. I mean, he's mm. he's the number three guy, and he gets the job done. I've always said, and, you know, we, we pick at each other, and we play around on the air and all that stuff. But, you know, I have the highest respect for Speedy because, it, I mean, if I, if I owned a Major League Baseball team, I know Speedy could manage it. No doubt. You know, I I, I I would have no fear putting him in charge if I own the New York Yankees. You know, go right, get it, right. go get it done. Mm-hmm. Right. And he's always done that, and he always can do that. And while you know, from a radio standpoint, we may not be you know all stars by the industry standards. Yeah, you can you know look at our awards that we get and base mm-hmm. that. But I know as a people, and as a as people that you want to play with on a winning team, we absolutely have an all star team. I mean, I feel like we are the historic New York Yankees as far as people behind the microphones. Uh, not, <laughs> excluding me, I'm just glad to be involved with it. But I feel like we have a super super team. Well, yeah, and and there's yeah, we we have we have a staff of six right now. It wasn't always six, and I appreciate you saying that. But one thing that is true is that we're not scared to outwork anybody and and our personalities couldn't be further apart but it all just comes together yeah. and it's it's pieces that are filled but one thing i love about this is that nobody's above doing helping somebody else get their job done right. and it's or almost make fun of them doing it right, right it's almost like what needs to be done and let's get it done and let's be the best we always we always talk about our circle if it's in our circle it's going to be done and it's going to be done right. If it gets out of our circle, sometimes we have a little less control over it. Oh, I'd much rather our people be on top of it. Right. If but we, that's the staff. Other, it's yeah. when, it's when, I'm talking about the staff. Yeah. yeah. When other people, that's when you used to see problems. And I say this all the time, and I agree with Bubba 100%. And I've had people say before, so tell me about Speedy. I said, let me tell you what Speedy is. He's loyal to the brand. Mm-hmm. And I said, and whatever needs Relentless. To, relentlessly loyal to the brand. And I never have to worry about him being somebody that I can't depend on. And I, I appreciate said, that. And I said, you know, when you got that kind of guy, you know, yeah. we now, have trouble been, always tends to find me. That's uh, all right. I started <laughs> to say we haven't covered when you talk about dependability <laughs> and your ability to save somebody. Speedy oh, no. has a long, I mean, I, and we don't have time to do it today in this podcast. I don't think yeah. we're about out of time, but. <laughs> I mean, Speedy has saved so many people. I know if Speedy's with me, there's no way I'm going to die. Right, yeah. no, no, no way. way. Yeah. Now, I may come close to it because apparently bad things happen wherever he goes. Well, I thought about that for a minute. Uh, and, 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 he does but, seem to get it done, but the fact that But, it's I mean, happening. pulling people out of the road, <laughs> yeah. pulling people out of fires, pulling people who are choking. 
I mean, Speedy's done it all. Do you think you're just really aware of things? Like, if I failed to save people because I save people because I didn't notice what was going on around me because I don't have that gift, are you just really aware? Because you've been you involved know, in a lot of life saving situations I, that I for have. one man. That seems yeah, you're not odd. causing them just so you can be the hero. I mean, we've investigated that. You know, Greg's right. investigated that thoroughly. Yeah, I know, I know. I don't know what it is. <laughs> I don't know if it is because I'm observant or what, but it, I just seem to be be there. But it didn't start that way. You know, I had one of my really good friends die in yeah, my arms that. when I was at Mississippi State, and, and we were playing some inter- intramural uh, flag football, and it was um, – it was a bunch of us, and and we were probably playing where you park right now, Rick, mm. uh, to, by the junction to go to the games. Yeah. Uh, and and I was the wide receiver, and he was actually the defensive back. And he said, "Man, I don't feel right." And I was like, "Okay." So I just waved because there was a ton of us there, girlfriends all lined up under the oak trees, just kind of getting some shade, enjoying the day. And I waved over. I said, "Hey, can we have two get in?" And I said, "I'll go sit down with you, whatever." It just seemed like he was out of breath. And all of a sudden, he sits down, and he takes a big breath and just falls back. Oh, my goodness. And at the time, we didn't know what was going on. Uh, now we realize he had an enlarged heart, mm. and we, we didn't know that. And so, um, we, you know, of course, the girls are screaming, and the guys are trying to figure out what's going on. I thought maybe, hey, you just passed out. He'll be all right. Hey, buddy, what's up? You know, and he wasn't responding. Mm. And, and, uh, and so I started CPR on him, and, uh, along with some other guys, uh, and – we had a, you know, so now we're trying to wave, picture it. We're trying to wave for everybody's attention. They're playing a game. They don't know what we're doing. So it took a minute for people to run out and say, hey, we got a situation over here. He wasn't responding. And I checked his pulse. There was nothing there. And so um, we get, we throw him in, uh, on the back of a pickup truck. And, um, and I'll never forget, I thought one time I, I'm, I'm about to die because I was the tailgate was down, and, and that's where he was laying, and I was trying to do CPR, and some of the guys were standing up in the back of the truck waving, we're blowing horns. Somebody's trying to get nine, you know, to get the hospital knowing. Yeah, we didn't coming. have that one one then. No, I mean, it was, just, it was just crazy. And um, we get to the hospital, and I'll never forget the emergency room doctor running out, and just she, she screamed. She screamed. And, and – um, I brought him back one time, and I'll never forget it, and I think about it all the time. I was thinking about it the other day. I brought him back one time, uh, and 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 I just couldn't, and I worked so hard, and I just couldn't. And the doctor, um, I get emotional just thinking about it. The doctor just started just, just beating on him, and, and they went in there and worked for three hours and could not revive him. But the doctor came back and said, there's nothing you could have done. I mean, right. uh, we haven't tried, and, and I always think about that. Because that's how it started, but then I, I helped bring uh, you know someone into the world as well on, in a delivery. So I've I've experienced but both life like, and death. Well, you you saw that in that first very tragic situation, but then it's it's just so interesting that from that moment maybe that was used to make you so aware to be looking because you almost have this maybe innate sense that you're not going to let that happen again. Yeah, I guess so. I don't know, but it was very it was, it was a very uh, a very emotional situation. I still think he was from Vicksburg, Mississippi, uh, and a fraternity brother of mine. And, um, yeah, and, and that was when I was in college. Uh, and then then you move on, and I don't know what it is. I, I have no idea. I don't know if I, I'm observant or if I just look up and it's happening or if it finds me. I have, <laughs> I have no idea. Well, there's a lot of people thankful that, the, the, that oh, it yeah. does. So, yeah, well. but, but you guys have been unbelievable. I was, uh, you know. What y'all have afforded me is something else. Y'all keep me around, so I appreciate it. Well, it's earned. It's earned. Trust me. I, we, we don't go out and go, let's keep somebody around that, that doesn't get the job done. Yeah. You know, you, you, it's all by merit. 
So um, interesting to delve into. Uh, we could go on for hours. Oh, yeah. Uh, but uh, another Rick and Bubba profile, Calvin Speedy Wilburn. Thank you for being with us on this edition of Rick and Bubba University. <laughs>